Hey, it's Danny. Vicky. Joe. And Sarah. You may know us from the BJ and Mig show. Yep, and if you love the show, we got something exciting for you. It's the show after the show podcast. Here it is, our podcast where we talk about, well, everything. A new one every week at KISW.com under podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on the Odyssey app, KISW.com, or wherever you get podcasts. Enjoy! This is an intro to a podcast. But not just any podcast. It's not during or before. This is the show. After the show. Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the show after the show podcast. I am the great Jojini. Joey D's here. Across from me is... Ooh, Sarah. Oh, hey. And, of course, Danny V. Hello. Hello. Vicky B is not here with us. She is on assignment. She is dealing with a pest control problem. And we're not talking about a little brother. Or are we? Hey. Hey. Well, maybe we are, maybe we aren't. But we have a lot more to talk about today, including an interesting topic we had about staring at other people while around your significant other. You don't want to get caught, but you might. Uh, we're also going to talk about some stuff Gen Zs aren't happy about. But before we get to that, Sarah, how can people get a hold of us? Well, we have a beautiful Instagram. It's the show after the show pod. So give us a follow, slide into our DMs, do all that fun things. Ah, yes. We just on all those socials, especially the Instagram. Guys, I want to get into this right away because I am a single man and I have been notoriously single for many, many years. So yeah, yeah. I have never had the problem mm. of staring at women in front of my significant other. Do you say many years, like your entire life, or? Uh, you know, mostly. I've got a track oh, okay. record. Okay, of, of nothing. Crashing and burning. Uh, yes, uh, you know, when you're out and about and you're hanging around at a cafe or a bar, you tend to like to hang out outside, especially when we're in the summer right now and it's so nice out. But there's this problem, right? See, you you know, the eyes wander. They just can't help themselves sometimes. And say a beautiful man or woman walks by and you get caught staring and your significant other looks you in their face and goes, what are you doing? Well, we have this topic come up in the regular show, and I argue this. There's nothing wrong with it at all. But I have a feeling that's because I don't have someone staring at me across from the table. So I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this. Sarah Denny, have you been caught staring before? Oh, many times. <laughs> I mean, but but I've been in a in a relationship, you know, the past, you know, few years that she hasn't really cared about it. Like it's it's been weird for me because I feel like you grow up in or we grow up in a society that's like, oh, it's so bad to look at other women. But then when you get with another girl who's actually pointing out more women than I am actually looking at, it's kind of weird to be like, oh, like it's kind of like a weird mind F where you're like, I don't. Am I supposed to look? Am I getting in trouble? But no, it's more of just topic of conversation. Wait, you're saying that your significant other, uh, Lynn, likes yeah. to t- point out women more than even you do all the time. Do you point out women to her? Uh, I have. I mean, but and it's, she's cool with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I definitely think that. I mean, it depends on her mood necessarily. Like, if she's not having like the best <laughs> yeah. day, you know what I mean. Like, how is she feeling again, about herself that again, day? Again, she's never been like. She's never been like mad at me for doing it. It's right. been more of like a, a response of of it's like, oh hey, check out that girl, and she's like, oh, do you like that girl? And I'm like. Yeah, I do. <laughs> like, you know, and she's like, oh. And I'm like, no. And then we talk about, like, why, like, wh- what qualities I'm seeing, whether it's two qualities or one. <laughs> I feel like if she even asks that, do you like that girl? 
Oh no, babe! I know. So, no, like you should know her mood by then if yeah. she's asking you. No, I'm just pointing out her hair. Look how terrible it looks. Yeah. Who? Which oh. one? I don't even know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, wait, what? Um, it's funny because I kind of in the same am in the same boat as your girlfriend, Danny. Is I am one to point out really beautiful hot chicks to my guy. And, you know, whether it's in public or whether it's actually like on the TV, I'm like, dang, did you see her boobs, babe? Like, whoa, you know, (laughs) or yeah, or something like that. And he he kind of plays dumb, which I actually think is really smart, you know, because he'll be like, wait, oh, what? I didn't I didn't see anyone on TV. And then I'm like, oh, let me rewind so you can like see it for yourself and see how amazing they are. I would want boobs like that or whatever, you know? I didn't even think about like the reality TV show aspect. You could get caught as a man on the couch just looking at the TV and be like, oh, babe, I don't know what you're talking about. I was looking at the champagne bottle on the screen. But what does it, so is that a difference for you, Sarah, where it's somebody on TV who's unattainable because they live in Los Angeles or Hawaii or uh, what's the new uh, Too Hot to Handle? They're on some island that's undisclosed somewhere. Or is it or like if it like it's somebody at a baseball game? No, I mean, because I still point them out like we I'm sure you do. But would it be weirder if he was like, hey, babe, look at the girl on on Too Hot to Handle. She's super hot as opposed to, hey, look at the girl that's sitting in front of us at the Mariners game. She's super hot. Well, he doesn't admit. See, he doesn't tell me about the hot ah. chicks. I tell him about the hot chicks. Then he plays dumb, and then I have to really show him, like, no, look at this. And then he's like, oh yeah, cool, <laughs> cool. He never explains or you know goes into detail of how beautiful they are. Interesting. Like for example, we had a very, I thought, a very attractive female coworker here at work a few years ago. Sure. And we all went to um, the holiday Christmas party. And I made it a point for my now husband to be introduced to her so he could understand the beauty. I remember this. This was the most awkward was, introduction I've ever he seen. Was so, he was so awkward. Well, and, and to be fair, I mean, and we, without saying too many specifics, she had a profession at one time in her life that you thought that he would be really into. Which he was. Yes. Stripping? No. Well, Sorry. I mean... You know, Ooh, maybe no, she'd make a lot of money if she did. Yeah. But I will say it's funny because I'm trying to think of if he call, if he like told me about women that he thought was really like how I would handle that. Because if I go to baseball games or something, I have a really hard time containing how hot I think the players are. See, but that's that's an interesting that's an interesting point because my girlfriend will do the same right. like with soccer players and she'll point them out and and cuz they know. introduce them and they come up on the big screen and you're like, "Dang, that is so cute." But I've also <laughs> thought about that in terms of like, well, how how would you feel if we were like if, so like like let's put it this way. She she has one favorite player on the Sounders who's Nicholas Ladero. He's the captain. He's and he Ooh. don't get me wrong, he's a sexy man. But like she, like she, and she's she's called him out since the very first summer she moved here and we t- we went to a soccer game and she's like, "Oh, Daddy Ladero. That's who he is." <laughs> and he's like her hall pass, like all of the oh. above. Like we've talked about it, but like I was like thinking about it. And it's like f- since day one, she's been very open and like, oh my god, like 
let's make babies, that guy, right? That being said, I was like, I can't imagine if I had a girl that I was, because I'm not, I don't have any girl that's necessarily like that, that I call out all the time. So it's not right. like we go to a Taylor Swift show and I'm like, oh, mommy, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, gosh. Please, please DM Taylor Swift, mommy. I really should. But like, if, if it was like such, like such a like thing where like I kept bringing it up, I right. wonder if like she'd have a problem with it or not. You know, you hit on a good point there, Danny. I think it's a lot easier to disassociate when it's like a celebrity or like a soccer player or something like that. But I I think especially with Sarah, if if it's not a celebrity and she's had a drink or two and, you know, her uh, her husband was like, oh, look at that girl over there. She's pretty hot. Sarah would immediately do a little hair flip and get this look in her eyes like, I'm about to murder you. Yeah, I probably would. But I don't think that would happen to Danny because I think if Danny did that, his significant other, Lynn, would just look at him and be like, you have no shot. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're with me. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, calm down. Well, I don't really think J-Rubs would have a shot either. Let's get real, okay? He's uh, a married woman or man now. He's, okay? a, he's a married, married woman. woman. He's a married wow. woman now. Yeah. But, I mean, it definitely is different with the whole celebrity thing. But then I also think it is, like, interesting and you know, to like see what your other significant other is into, you know, especially if they look nothing like you, you're kind of like, huh. I was going to say, do you know, you, do you know J-Rubs' uh, type outside of you yourself? Oh, it's well, Taylor Swift. It's Taylor Swift. <laughs> is it? That's, hello. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's mommy. It's mommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He He's going to be trying so hard to get to that concert this he weekend. Knows. <laughs> no chance. Uh, no chance. Yeah, and so that's why I kind of felt like, confident in a sense it's funny because when like we're out with other people if they're brunettes and they're beautiful and hot i'm like it you don't stand a chance <laughs> you don't look like taylor swift you don't look like taylor swift even though that's probably not true i mean a beautiful woman's a beautiful woman but still i'm do like, you know so was it her his excess exes look like you or taylor swift because i mean i no offense you kind of look kind of like taylor swift <laughs> There's no wow. offense taken. That is a compliment. <laughs> no, but I'm saying blonde. Me? I'm saying blonde, right. red lips, bangs, like, yeah, 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 skinny, like all the above. It's <laughs> one of those. Keep it going, Danny. Keep it going. <laughs> it's one of those things that, like, I see, I see that type in you. Do you were his exes before that the same kind of way? Um, his most recent ex, no. So see, no threat, ah. no threat. But then his ex before that, oh my gosh, she is the much hotter. Thinner, tanner, oh, wow. blonder, more. Oh, she is like, she's fine. I, I stalked her on Facebook and I immediately started crying. That's we went funny. straight from jealousy to envious right there. It was, yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Part of me is envious and part of me does want to murder her. Right. Hmm. But, you know, yeah. But the, the ex before, I'm like, ugh, whatever. Do you think it just comes down to being secure in your relationship more than it does the actual look? Yeah, for sure. Because I, I do, my, I have a friend who, he has gotten busted so many times and his significant other just grills him. Like really? it might be night ending kind of a thing where, you know, he just took one too many looks or he said a, a compliment. Cause that's the thing is sometimes you're just saying it as a compliment. Like, wow, that person clearly works out. And the next thing you know, you're in the doghouse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely think it is a confidence thing, especially with my relationship now is because I don't know. I feel like I compliment people and I talk to people and it's, you know, easy for me. And sometimes that can come off as like she's being too friendly or like even if I'm just like in a car with an Uber driver having a conversation with the Uber driver, you know, J. Rebels will make comments like, oh, you're going to marry him now, you know, because, 
you know, I was giving someone attention, but I, it's all joking, you know. But if you aren't secure in your relationship, ooh, a look or the, saying the wrong thing, yeah, that could really end the night. I've been in relationships like that. And it could have the night we were out at the, the Blink-182 concert because, Sarah, you and Danny's significant other were on a dance floor taking syringe shots from other guys. And that could be a problem we in sure some relationships. Were. They were jello shots, everyone. They weren't crazy syringes. They were, they were doing heroin on, on the dance floor. Joey. It was kind of insane. What do you call those things? It was a real wild night, y'all. Just uh, jello shots? Yeah, but they're not a in jello syringes? shot in like a little plastic cup. Yeah, they were in syringes. Yeah, yeah. And so they would come over and like you'd open your mouth and just like get a little jello shot of whatever. What the the was funny thing is, is that I don't think those were actually employees. No, they weren't employees. Okay, cool. But no, 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 no. <laughs> they, they sell them at... Okay, this is Aussies for everyone who has been to Aussies or not. Clearly, we have some Aussies noobs here. But they sell the jello shots of syringes. People just get an F ton of them. And then they either put it in each other's mouth or strangers' mouths or, you know. You're usually supposed to take a shot. It's a big-ass syringe, though. A shot yourself of the whole... Yeah, but they were just on the dance floor giving random bitches shots of jello. What an odd vehicle for jello shots. But you know what? Hey, it works, it works. But Danny, so you know a if, shot. Yeah, I mean Yeah. Well, You're welcome, Joe. Today yours <laughs> old. What an odd <laughs> way to give people a shot in a syringe. <laughs> it's a shot for your mouth. <laughs> well, so Danny, this could have been a problem had you not been secure in your relationship because I mean you saw Lynn take a jello shot to the mouth from another guy. Oh, you see, and that part didn't bother me. It's I to be honest with you, I didn't even really pay attention to the guys because like I don't, I could not even tell you what the guy looked like. Like it was more of she asked me to to watch that she wasn't drinking a ton of alcohol, and I was like, ah, probably shouldn't be drinking more alcohol when you're on the dance floor taking shots. That being said, there was no there. I I've never I can't I can't think of a time that I've actually felt jealous of another guy. Um, oh. in, in the recent past, and, and, and this even goes back to my last relationship with my ex-wife, it, I ha- there was never a time, uh, like, except for, like, high school, and I think that that's just been something, like, where I've gotten a little bit more secure with myself more than anything. Like, there's been situations that she would be in that it was like, eh, I don't necessarily feel as comfortable with this, but it wasn't necessarily because I thought she was going to cheat on me. It was more of, like, this is just a weird situation that you're putting yourself in. And I felt weird about that. And that was my ex-wife. With Lynn, it's been, you know, I, I trust her and I trust the situations that she puts herself in, except when she's drinking too much alcohol. And then at that point, she oh. just kind of doesn't know where she's at. Right. Excuse me. And at that point, that's where it was like, ah, we should probably go. But it had nothing, honestly, it had nothing to do with the other, like the other guy. Again, I don't even know what the other guy looked at. I don't even pay attention to other guys usually because I'm like, it doesn't that that part doesn't bother me. Well, I can tell you when alcohols evolve, people do a lot of dumb stuff, including myself. So uh, it's good that you're not jealous or anything. It seems like that open and honest communication in a relationship really is key when it comes to this problem. It really only happens when you know maybe it's not there. Yeah. Have you seen a lot of your Have you seen a lot of your friends react? Like how how do you feel? Because Sarah has a lot of girlfriends that are you know I do. a lot of fill, filled with drama. So do you think that or are they a lot more understanding? And and do you think that it's kind of grown over time um well in all honesty let's get real i i am i don't want to say a hypocrite but i am a jealous bitch <laughs> like listen i'm secure in myself i'm secure in our relationship but let's say if j rubs had the lifestyle that i have i do not think i'd be nearly as cool as he is 
No, because no. you go out and you and you I call them back at three, four three. in the morning. Yep. No, no text message is sent for hours. Well, okay, he's sleeping. It's not like he's waiting up for me. He's been passed <laughs> out since like eight p.m. That's trust right there. But you know, like I mean, I told him guys were giving me syringes of shots or whatever. I told you know, and he's like, "Cool, babe." Like you know, there's no. But I also tell him like, "Who?" I just want to let you know that your girl still got it. Some guy asked for my phone number the other day. Like you know, I was on top of the bar, and these guys were like buying me all the shots, and then they were like, "Can I get your number?" And I was like, "I'm married," you know. So I tell, I'm very open with what happens. But man, if he went out the way I go out and I'm just at home, I don't know if I'd be able to fall asleep as easily as he does. I also wonder too, so do you think that there would be um, okay, so he doesn't go out with you and he's able to kind of, rarely, he's able to tune it out like in terms of his own head and and yeah there's nothing in the head about anything because he's gonna be because he's confident however (laughs) he's you've also shared in the past with me that he is a jealous person and like if there's like an ex there around or something like that there would be so so do you think if he would have been out with us that night and would have seen you doing the things do you think he would have been a little bit more aggro about it i think depending how faded he was if he if he was just like few shots in like you know kind of sober or whatever i think he'd be fine with it but if he was like that next level oh i think he would oh those guys that's what i'm wondering those guys they might be uh oh they're done <laughs> i remember the most crazy story including johnny rubbers was uh, a wedding we were all attending with usera and her ex showed up and it well, was, he was invited. Uh, he, mm, yeah, invited. Yeah. <laughs> the bride was like best friends with him. Yeah, but he shouldn't have been. Uh, yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> but as the night progressed and Johnny Rubbers got more and more drunk, you could tell that it was like a bear being uncaged. Oh, yeah. Like the Hulk turned green. And I thought, and Johnny Rubbers is a big dude. We're talking, you know, 250. You know, he's a, he's a, yeah. mm, he works construction. Like he can hold his own in a fight. All I thought is, this poor skinny man doesn't know what's about to happen to him. <laughs> Literally. So I think it is one of those things where he doesn't really care, especially if it's someone he doesn't know. But man, you bring in that. If an ex is yeah. there, that's, that is next level. Same with me. Even though I'm a jealous bitch, like even with just random strangers. Oh, if, I, if any of his exes were around, I couldn't imagine like how I would feel inside. Not like I want to kill them necessarily, but like I would just be eyeing them up and down being like, oh, you've had them before me. I think that's true in just about every relationship though. When when an ex gets involved, nothing good happens. It's funny though, because like I feel like the ex is like the least... Yeah, Danny least... hangs out with his exes all the time. I'm going to go to this place. I once dated this girl. I'm going to have lunch with her. I'm like, excuse me? Yeah, but I mean, because, what? because the exes, well, and, and exes in general, like to me, they just aren't that much of a threat anymore. Like there's no way in a million years that I would that I would necessarily do anything with, with the ex because it's like, nah, I've been there, done that. So at that point, like that should be the one that you're not scared of as opposed to like these random new girls who are just trying to get up all... In there. Wait, this is interesting because Sarah, we know you'd get triggered if an ex showed up. But Danny, would your girlfriend get triggered if an ex showed up? I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm on the same. Uh, I'm surprised you guys haven't had this conversation. This was like first. Well, month but, but it's it's different though. It's different though because I have I have a kid with my ex, and I you know oh. I'm thinking I'm thinking of like that I does throw a monkey wrench like other it. other like hookups and stuff. I mean, probably. Uh, 
But at the same time, it's like I don't necessarily like the girls that I've hung out with and I don't I haven't really hung out with many like but like the ones that I have hung out with. It was just kind of like a one night stand type of thing. And it was just kind of like, oh, I saw him at a coffee shop. The, the ones here in like the but the one that like was significant was my ex-wife. And it's like I have to have a relationship with her for my kid. And Lynn's never been jealous of of that. And And to the point of like where. You know, I I travel to go see Lily every four to six weeks and right. and, you know, we hang out and I have to go to like her birthday party with her mom there. And, and, you know, but again, I think it's just that open and honest communication and being able to tell her like, no, there's no there's no way that I would even there, there's no way that I would ever get back with my ex because there's not there's just not that attraction there anymore. I was going to say, what is your relationship with your ex at that point for people who don't know? Now, are you more on the we're friends or are you more on the we're <laughs> frenemies and this is just something we have to do? Oh, definitely frenemies. Ah, I mean, see, that's why there's no trouble. Yeah, I mean, definitely it's we we deal with each other because we have, and granted, she's a great person. Like, I don't think anything, I don't, I don't think that she, you know, at the end of the day, I think that the relationship ended and I think that there's just a lot of uh, animosity. animosity there because of all of that. But at the end of the day, we work well together and we always have. So it's easy to just keep those two things separate. I just think from my standpoint, uh, there are a lot of uh, friends in life. There are a lot of people in life. Like, why have the exes around? It's unnecessary. They're in the past. Keep them in the past. You don't need to get lunch with them. You don't have to catch up. <laughs> the D was once in the V. Leave that in the, the past. Okay. Leave the V in the past. Leave, Leave the D it. In the past. Oh, you want to? Ha- no, no. There's no like. What are they doing? Oh, they're married now. They have. I don't care. You shouldn't even be thinking about them. No relationship is needed. You'll know what? Leave it where it belongs. Okay, here's a question. Last question about this for me is, is, so okay, so then, so you have this, like, uh, obviously, (laughs) thoughts about exes, but if there was, (laughs) if there was, if there was, um, if there was a a new girl that showed up, and Grant looks like Taylor Swift, has the red lips, the blonde hair, maybe even you pointed her like like let's say I know I know Johnny Rubbers works in a in a in an industry Here. that doesn't have a lot of women <laughs> that Swift look like Taylor Russian Swift. Yeah, I don't think so. But at the same time, like let's say let's say he worked somewhere like you know in an office, and yeah. you you went to a company party and you saw a girl, and it was like oh she's very attractive. You point her out and whatever, and he's like ah. But then later that year, he's like hey me and me and Taylor have been going out to <laughs> going out to lunch every week. That's mommy, Danny. Uh, <laughs> Would you have an issue with that? Listen. See, because like, so so again, again, let me, let me specify. Not an ex. So you have an issue with going and catching up and seeing what there are about exes and stuff like that. But if it's a new girl that has never had any history, Mm -hmm. he swears they're just friends. They're just coworkers and they go out to eat a ton and, you know, check in with each other. Would you have an issue with that? It, well, okay, so it's a coworker, so that makes it different. I feel like um, would my inside and my true feelings be? Oh, I hate this, but I'd be the biggest hypocrite ever. So yeah. I would be like, I would let him do that and be fine with him, and you know, hopefully, like get to know her as well and stuff. But I can't. I mean, because I'm you know mature now and confident in myself and our relationship and blah 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 blah. But yeah, inside you didn't would I be, even mention married. In, oh yeah, and married. <laughs> but inside, would I be like, oh my god, she's so beautiful. He's gonna love her. But no, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be have to be cool with it. So I'd be cool with it. But you know, 
inside, I'd be dying. See, it's such an interesting concept to me because at that point, and granted, yes, but, I know, I know you add the coworker aspect to it, so it's like, but let's. Let, if you know, he just got a random ass new friend, yeah. What? Where do you meet this girl at the Who grocery store? <laughs> Why are you talking to this beautiful Taylor Swift looking? Yeah. So you would be. So you would be jealous about that. Yeah, where you mean a new friend? See, like, Sarah, they bonded over Cocoa Puffs in the supermarket, oh, okay? They're chocolatey you? delicious, and they did both you? love them. You don't even like cereal, babe. At what least are you you're, doing? At least you're consistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, so, I mean, I mean, like, we all hang out, right? You and Danny and I hang were co-workers. Or, like, when I used to work at the restaurant, a bunch of, like, the bartenders and servers, we'd all go out and hang out out after at work hours, right? We'd go to a bar and get a drink or two, you know? And that's how we build the friendship. But, like... I wouldn't just have randomly met this man or woman outside of a work and then just be like, oh, yeah, him and I are going to go grab a drink at like midnight after we get off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is different with the whole coworker thing. Because it's forced interaction. Yes, yes. And you're like forced to be friends with people. Yeah, that's fair. It's tough when you're, you know, you meet a coworker and, you know, maybe you're attracted to them, but you're married and like you have to work with them and, you know, you're not trying to do anything, but that significant Speaking other from does. experience there, Joe? Well, you know, I've gotten into <laughs> some problems. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. What? Well, okay. So back when I used to work at the grocery oh. store, uh, I would work in different departments. Yeah. And at one point I got put in the uh, Starbucks department. And I was definitely attracted to one of the baristas, and I got invited to her birthday party one time. But at the time, I didn't know that our front-end manager was actually dating said barista. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah. Did you find out at the party? I found out when I asked the address to the party from the front-end manager, because I said that she invited me, and he looked at me, and he goes, you know I'm dating her, right? I did not go to said party. Oh, that's awkward. And I transferred out of the coffee department. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you found out fast. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, let me tell you, if I had had a significant other at the time, though, it would have been a problem, right? Because if I'm attracted to the, the Starbucks employee that's there, and I'm in that small booth, and I'm spending eight hours a day with them, I mean, I'm not saying anything's going to happen, but I think feelings are going to get developed, you know? so you gotta... Not if you have a significant other already, though. But how many months? I mean, that's the thing. You know, it's <laughs> tough. You know, I'm, I'm just saying it's tough. I think that that naturally, you know, unless they don't like you, right? Because there are times where you meet someone and they just don't like you, right? They're, you know, you can just tell immediately. Right. They're friend zoned immediately kind of a thing, right? But, I mean, if it's something like you're dating someone for three months, next thing you know, you're attracted to this person, you get moved to their department, you're hanging out eight hours a day, you're joking, you're laughing, you're starting to think, mm, I don't know, maybe this is uh, maybe this is what I want. You know? Wow, I'm going to go to J-Rubs today and be like, okay, I need a list of all the females that are working <laughs> on 520 I mean, sorry, you. what I mean okay. is that it's never happened, there's no problems <laughs> then, at all. You have then, been working overtime, you're working like 10, 12 hours a day, you're spending so much time with them, the laughter, I can see it now. And then he'd be like, wait, can we talk about your work wife, work wife Danny? Let's, uh, let's go here, all right, Sarah? <laughs> That's very true. John Carver should just be like, you came home at 4 a.m. yesterday telling me you were taking syringe jello shots with creepy dudes on the dance floor. <laughs> were you at emo night? Come on. Yeah. Uh, so we'll leave it with that. Open and honest communication, people. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did want to talk about a poll that we brought up on the BJ Mig show uh, two weeks ago, actually, because oh. this is something that I dealt with a lot when I was younger, and that's being anxiety and anxiousness. But oh. I always found that it was one of those things I thought it was just me. But it turns out we read a poll that Gen Zers, 90% of them are anxious about speaking on the phone. No context, just any conversation on the phone. 
Do you remember when we barely had text messages oh, growing yeah. up? Because I'm 34. I think you guys are around the same age in the mid 30s. Sarah, we'll Early go younger 30s. 30. Sorry, sorry, younger. Sorry, triggered. I apologize. Young Older 30s. 30s. Yeah. Early. Early. 29. 29. Some would say. <laughs> I sure look it. But I remember when I would have to call Domino's to place a pizza order, and I thought, this guy's gonna judge me. I'm about to order five. Medium pepperoni pizzas. Hey, five, five, five deal. And he's going to think they're all for me. And I'm, I could eat five. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could try. He's not wrong. But do you guys get that at all when you were younger, where you were anxious on the phone? Because now it is, I mean, most communication is made through text. And it's not, I mean, there's no voicemails. Those don't even exist. When's okay. the last voicemail you got that wasn't from a bot that was like, uh, you owe the government $500? It's so funny because I um, am not like this actually I'm not I'm not a Gen Zer clearly but I also I've always been fine speaking on the phone Joey you would know since we lived together I would speak on the phone for hours every day so Just much time so much yeah with my friends granted but like I I am one that still will will leave voicemails for people and my friends are like I never check my voicemails never leave me a voicemail text me and I'm like okay sorry like I just think voicemails are kind of fun too because like knock on wood if anyone dies you still have their voice to listen to but you know who is I know I think about that you know who is like this though my husband my husband hates talking on the phone and anytime he has to order food he has me order it really he's like will you please call them for me it can't be a confidence thing because that guy's got confidence oozing out of him i just think he hates maybe he just hates talking to people (laughs) (laughs) you know just hates like you know sometimes he's like what if they can't hear me what if they don't understand me what if you know like i just think he would rather avoid it all so if there if there's an app nowadays where a lot of places you can't order online but there are still a few that we order from that you can't have i'm like babe i have no problem calling it's all good. It's funny. I feel like, well, we used to have a coworker uh, here, uh, and he used to talk about how he dreaded, dreaded making calls, especially like food orders. You know, one of those things of saying, like, if if he called and, and said, you know, I want a large pizza with pepperoni and mushrooms, and they're like, you want what? That he'd immediately, like, get flustered and hang up because wow. he had, like, social anxiety about it. And it was such a, such a, weird thought to me because like I've never had that either. However, I was thinking about it the other day because when we were talking about this on the air, BJ and Steve both talked about how it's definitely a Gen Z thing. And I was like, okay, but let's think about this in terms of the world we live in. We, to Joe's point, we live in a world now where we have text message available, we have Facebook Messenger, we have online ordering, we have all of these things that have made it easier. So my question is, has the the anxiety about phone and talking to people always been there? It's just that back in the 90s, 80s, 70s, we just had no other option. Like you had to make those calls. Otherwise, you're not getting your your cell phone bill paid or your cell phone, your phone bill paid, right. your electric bill paid. Like that was the only way that you could do it. Whereas now there's so many other options. And I think that, yes, like these days, it's like it's something to say about Gen Z because it's like they, they don't want to talk on the phone because. But again, if they were forced to, they would probably do it the same way that I feel like back in the 70s. It's like, well. You had to do it. So there was no other option. And even if you had anxiety, it's like, oh, suck it up. Whereas like now it's like there's so many other options and now people can be more vocal about it because it's like, well, yeah, we don't have th- that's that's the way you do things. You know what I mean? I think people definitely had it before. Like if you consider it something like public speaking where people were anxious to speak in front of a group, right? 
that was always a thing for a lot of people. But I'm sure before even phones existed, then that was less of a thing because you had to speak in groups more often. I think as as the like you said, as more things get added to the list of you know like text messages and stuff like that, you can do or Facebook Messenger or something like that. You just do it less. So all of a sudden right. you build up in your head that you don't know how to almost. Or you just say like, you know, like, well, yeah, I have anxiety about talking to people, but like I don't need to. So at that point, like I feel like when they poll and say, oh, all Gen Z is scared and have fear of heights about talking, you know, like or like it's the same as like a fear of heights of like talking to somebody on the phone. It's like, yeah, I would imagine that if you talk to like a bunch of like boomers and said the same thing, like, do you have that same anxiety? They'd be like, yeah, but I have to do it. Like, Don't to some anymore. extent, you know what I mean? It's like, well, they don't. However, you know, how many, I mean, I guess boomers and older, like my mom, at that point, I know there's a ton of things she has anxiety about. She didn't talk about them because she, you know, you grew up and that's just how she grew up. And now it's like, she doesn't want to learn the new technology. So it's like, at that point, she still just calls people and deals with it. Oh, I totally get that. I, you know, for me, like I have no problem calling anyone at any time. No, no anxiety at all. But if you told me to make a social media post, whoo, anxiety through the roof. That just gets me. But I think if you asked a Gen oh. Zer, they'd be the exact opposite. They'd be <laughs> like, "You can't post on social media. What are you five? Is that why you yes. rarely post on your Instagram? Exactly. I, I just get nervous. I will say he does ask both of us about fifteen thousand times before he makes a post he to make does. sure to pre-read and Hashtag. that it sounds good. Yeah, and this all emoji. Of the above. That's right. I do. Well, I need gotta, a good filter. You he, guys are great at it. He's sweating right now. I am. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was thinking about like public speaking or you know this, that, and the other, and my friend. I remember, God, maybe we were middle school or something. She had a really hard time, like, ordering at a restaurant. She, like, she would not, you know, she would speak really softly, not use eye contact. It would just, you know, the waiter or waitress asking her order would just, like, trip her up or, you know. And so now I'm thinking, well, at some places, you don't even need to talk to anyone. You can just order it, like, through their app or on their on your phone or, like, even pay your bill and all that stuff. And I'm like, that's so trippy that you don't even need interact see i love the interaction i love the human interaction you know like even ordering my food ordering dessert you could pay on the app and then i was like no like i want them to take my card and bring my card back and say thank you you know so it's just weird how different people get anxiety in different situations where you would never think oh most definitely you hear that from public speakers a lot who say that when they talk in front of a crowd no anxiety at all but you throw them in a one-on-one situation and they are just nervous to all hell yeah but yeah. I think it's just something that's a learned skill, though. I think no matter what, if you really want to talk to people, like, you can communicate. It doesn't have to be over the phone, but, you know, it's just one of those things where people don't even meet up that much in person. It, you know, I know that so kids weird. these days, they only have, what, 40% kids of kids these less days. friends interactions. <laughs> Look, these kids these days in their Fortnite. Wait, so are you saying, like, the more you do it, maybe the more comfortable it'd be? Yeah, like if you're not hanging out all the time, like, I mean, I can't even imagine what it's like, you know, day after day now in school where you can now go home and just go straight to your phone as opposed to have to hang out with friends because I didn't have that when I was growing up. Well, Mm. so maybe you should like post post something on Instagram like once. uh, He tried that. It didn't work. Week. I think he tried once a day. Like that was Are there. you confronting me with my own trauma? I sure am. Your own anxiety. Let's let's work through it. Let's get better. All right, support team. Who wants to post for Woo! me? Sarah? Danny? Yeah. I remember you tried to do once a day, and that's that's ambitious. I made that's it like two months. Much. Yeah, it was tough. I don't even think you made it that long. I made it but, at least two posts. That was enough. <laughs> but maybe once a week. Maybe once a week. It's true. It's possible. I definitely think that there's so much, there, there is a lot there, because I feel like the same as, the same as Sarah, like back in the day, like that's how... 
we like I lived my life like on the phone. Yeah. And it was it was to get bitches. No, <laughs> I mean it was It didn't work, but you tried. Morning. Oh, it worked. No, I mean okay. that at that point it was so much time you know, you just spent I remember spending hours on the phone. Like you'd get home from school and then you would just get on the phone yep. and talk. And we didn't have I mean my mom you know, it was my mom a single mom teacher. We didn't have a ton of money coming in. So we didn't have like um call waiting. We didn't we only had one line. We didn't have the internet. So at that point, like even when because you know, we grew growing up, like for us, and I'm sure it was the same way with you guys. It was like, you know, that's when AIM came into thing. And like AIM, A-I-M. everyone AIM. had AIM. You want AIM. 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 America Instant Messenger, right? It's That's co- right. Yeah, but you say AIM. You don't say AIM. We all said AIM. That yeah. was, maybe only the cool kids said AIM. AIM. Oh, AIM. Oh, my God. ASL, spent hours Sarah. on AIM <laughs> talking I've about DI. Never mind. <laughs> I hate you both. Anyway. The Hove Lane. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, I feel like so. Yeah, you. But like, I, I never even had an account on that. But that was like how you, like in high school. That's how I feel like a lot of people communicated and whatnot. But before that, like middle school, it was all about the the, the telephone. You just spent hours on the telephone. I remember my mom picking up the other line and being like, "Can you get off the phone? I need to call your grandma." Get off or, the phone, you know, Danny. And it's like. Okay, like so, it's it's such a weird concept. I think for like this generation to hear like that that was a thing because it's like you just text constantly, right? But then I also remember that change too. My senior year of high school is really when like texting started becoming a thing, and I, that's when they used to charge per text message. Oh, oh. those days were brutal. Oh, it was so bad, especially because like you don't want to pay the sixty dollars it was a month or whatever for unlimited texting. So you think like, I, I remember this specifically for myself. I got. I finally switched from Cricket to Cricket. to Altel. Altel's not even around anymore. But it used to be like it's what you know eventually turned in or like got bought out by Verizon and you know all of the above. But I went and got my cell phone and I was like, because you know it was my senior year of high school. Everyone was like moving away and it was like, oh, all of my friends have texts. I need texts to be able to text people who are going to college and stuff. And so we went there like, well, the unlimited plan is sixty dollars a month, but or you could just get like. I think it was like a thousand tech outgoing oh, yeah. and incoming text messages. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to send that many. That's fine. We got that first bill and oh, no. each additional over a thousand was like 10 no. cents a text. My mom ended up like only like $500. She's <gasps> like, how many messages did you send? A lot. Let's we're send. getting, and she was like, we're getting unlimited. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, that that's one way to handle it. Danny was texting <laughs> all the bitches, remember? I was, yeah. Your mom just paid? That was a great deal. Yes. Good oh, for I'm, you. No, I'm sure I had to pay something. I had a job. Or get grounded or something. I didn't get, no, I never got grounded. What? What? I know. Joey and I are grounded like every other week. Dude, for real. <laughs> I never got grounded, but I think that I definitely had to give some of my Hot Topic paycheck to, to my mom. Shout out Hot Topic. Yeah. yeah. Wait, okay, so we... It sounds like all of us are like pretty okay with like talking on the phone or like ordering if needed and whatnot. I don't have anxiety about it. How do you guys feel about just talking on the phone in general now? Like if your friend was to call you or, you know, or if your grandma was to call you to just talk on the phone, do you enjoy it? Because I used to love it. Talking on the phone was my jam. Now? Oh my gosh. It's such a, it's such a drag. I'm like, are we really going to talk on the phone for like an hour? Like, this is just taking up my... Just text me. Well, I'll just text you when I can. I don't want to like spend a significant amount of time in my day talking on the phone. No, now... Well, the problem is it's the conversations that we're having on the phone. Mine are almost all... I don't want to say negative, but they're almost serious. So when I text my friends, hey, don't call me. Let's just hang out. We might go to a bar, have a beer, and then do the talking there. 
And that's more fun. And that's better than doing it on a phone. Yeah. But, you know, it used to be you'd call your friends because you wanted to talk about the latest episode of Seinfeld, or The no, Office. No, I still have friends who do that. gossip. Really? Yes. They call me and then I'm always like, oh, is something going on? And then I'll answer and they'll be like, oh, hey, I'm just driving. So I wanted to see how you were doing. I have uh, no friends that do that. Yeah, no, maybe I don't. Because you guys are dudes, maybe. I mean, maybe I think that it's interesting because, like, I I'm not a big well, and I've noticed too that, um, like, with my girlfriend, she will Facetime her friends a lot. Gosh, and God, it's annoying. Yeah. I <laughs> love Facetime. See, and I Shut hate Facetime up, but too. You don't. I hate Facetime unless I'm drunk, and that's the only time that I feel like I Facetime. I feel because I Facetime Joe when I've been drunk before, like on vacation and stuff. Pantsless, it's weird. Yeah, Ew. but on the but like like I've noticed that like that's just a way that like they have like Facetime like wine dates, and I'm like. What? 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 Yeah, like they'll they'll call it because like they her and her like some of her best friends they're they live, far away they live in other states and they don't do it often like you know what I mean it's not like a weekly thing or anything it's it's maybe once a quarter <laughs> like it's like yeah. it's but does it plan like a business meeting no like all of a sudden she'll just be like oh yeah I'm gonna talk to Nicole and she's gonna call me and I'm like oh god damn it it's gonna be like a three hour I was gonna say how long yeah they last forever and I'm like see that's great I don't like the face I feel awkward on Facetime because I just don't like. Looking, you just look at yourself the whole time. No, not at all. I look at everything else. Like I don't pay attention to the the only person I feel comfortable facetiming is is with uh, is with Lily, and that's because I you know I have to. But like in terms of like in terms of like that's our way of communicating with each other. But like even when my mom facetimes me, I'm just like, mom, I don't want to. Why? (laughs) And then at the same time, or like if Lynn goes on vacation and she's trying to face, she'll facetime me from vacation. I'm like, you don't need to see you don't need to see me that bad. J Rose hates it so much. It's so great. Sometimes. I just do it because I know how much he hates it. I think that's why she does it to me as well. Yeah, you're like, babe, did you miss me? And you're like, no, you've been gone for like two days. You look the same. <laughs> okay, I don't need this. Oh, drunken FaceTimes are my favorite. Oh, drunken man. are different. Drunken are fine, I feel like. But to the point of where you just are calling to talk, like, hey, baby, how are you? No. No, <laughs> no. I don't need to see your face. We're, we're, we were just texting. You know how I am. <laughs> Hey, I feel like the long distance thing is fine. If you have friends in different states and you can't get together, the three-hour FaceTime is fine. But if it's you and your friends and you live 20 minutes away, you all need to get in a car and you need to meet somewhere for dinner or something. You talk there. You can't be on your phone for that. Yeah, I will say the pandemic was like really rough because all of my friends all the time just wanted to FaceTime. And then you'd feel bad because you're like, well, yeah, we can't hang out in person. So, like, I guess so. You know what the most awkward moment is during those things is when you close your laptop after three hours of drinking and you realize you're drunk and alone. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, Wow, that got really I? dark all that of a sudden. Really <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Joey, did that happen to you That's a few happened times? to me a couple of times. And I just remember thinking, I don't like this pandemic thing. I want to get back out. <laughs> I don't like this pandemic <laughs> I'm just faded in my room by myself. Cool. I'm like, it's real dark in here now. Party. <laughs> yeah. Also, real quick, before we, we get out of here today, I wanted to talk about, we, last week we did uh, tease that we were going to have uh, little Danny playing yes! uh, band and little Sarah singing Spice Girls. Uh, It's been kind of a stressful week for us here at the BJ and Mig show after the show. And so we weren't able to get all of our audio together for that. So we will be doing that in the future. Yes, we did not forget. We need Vicky here as well because she has to experience the magic that is Tiny Danny. I actually, well, and Tiny Sarah and Tiny (laughs) Joe. I hope we can get audio all of us. And I kind of wanted to get all of us together and, and really pull our audio and listen to it before, or not before, but being able to get it. And so that way we had it prepared. And I think that that's why uh, we did not play it this week. But don't think we forgot. We will have 
uh, mini us on at some point Aww. in the future. That's right. That stew is cooking. We're going to have Tiny Danny, Little Sarah, Mini Joey, and maybe Vicky. <laughs> well, I mean, she's already tiny, so yeah. I yeah, didn't want to go there, but okay, cool. Thank you. And I thank you to everyone who enjoyed this podcast and listening to us. This has been another episode of the show after the show. Sarah, how can people get hold of us again? Follow us on the Instagram, the show after the show pod. That's right. Do it, people. And as always, rock on. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show after the show podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. Rock Rock on. on.